I got one question and one question only. How does it feel to be a nigga today? Shit, better than it felt yesterday. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Mango the Goat, and this is the IIP. IIP stands for Involuntary Immigrants Podcast. And this is another mental liberation moment. And off rip, I got something I want to say. This mental liberation moment, 50, dirty 50, yeah. I'm going to start off with this, man. We physically destroyed more of our neighborhoods than white people. And I said that shit early in the week on Twitter. And, you know, I had some people write me back like, nigga, you tripping. Yeah, but it's true. We physically destroy more of our neighborhoods than white people. White people never destroyed black neighborhoods physically. They destroyed black communities. And it's important I say this because it's the difference between a neighborhood and a community. And I've said this before, and I mean this shit. Rosewood, um, Black Wall Street. Um, shit, I just sit here and name them all, but. Everyone that got destroyed, these was communities. These was, we owned our houses. Some of them even built the houses from scratch. And I don't mean to not name anybody's. It's so many of them. Like, you know, growing up, I I only knew about Rosewood as a kid because I'm from Dirty Cali. You know, I'm from the O and I'm from the West side of the O. I'm from Cotton Plano, Cali, Florida. So, you know, they made the Rosewood movie, but by that time I knew the story. And it's (laughs) to see that shit in the movie ain't like how the old folks told us the story. So the movie brought a sadness to me as a kid. I won't even watch that shit as an adult, but what cotton plant is, it's like about an hour away from Rosewood. So that's that shit that hit me. And then, you know, I grew up and I learned about, um, Detroit, you know, Black Wall Street, uh, every fucking state doesn't seem to have a black massacre of a community. And I know like three of them in Florida and it's, it's Jacksonville's one, um, down there in Orlando, they had another one. And I mean that shit when I look at it, because like now I can't name no black communities that's as big as like these, these look like towns. That was, that was communities. That's really towns. And these people own shit. Most of our neighborhoods, we don't own a lot of that shit. I just saw something the other day. We was talking about China invested so much money in Florida in real estate. And it's like, geez, I wonder where they bought all that real estate at fresh off the pandemic. I wonder where, where all that real estate, they just spent all these billions in. I wonder where that's at. I'm willing to bet you, over 60% of that is in urban communities, not suburban communities. But I just wanted to say that. I don't normally do current events, but I want to talk about this also. I just watched this video with his mom show up at a daycare and her daughter covered in shit. And she's going off on the daycare workers. The daughter looked about... Maybe the daughter was two, but I'm going to say the daughter looked like she she probably three, maybe four. I'm not too sure, but she didn't look one. She looked like she was two or older, giving it to her, but most likely she's probably three. And I see she's going off on the the daycare workers. And I'm thinking like, 
you know, that's fair. They should have called her. The fact that you show up to get your daughter and she's covered in shit, that's some bullshit. I'm like, they should have called her. But the thing that it made me also think was, why is your kid still shitting himself like that? And I ran through all these different scenarios. Like maybe she works so much. Maybe, you know, she she's not good at the potty training. Maybe it's because, you know, I don't think three-year-old kids should just be shitting themselves like how this little girl was covered in shit, this little sister. And so, yeah, I'm disappointed in the daycare center, but at the same time, why is she still shitting on herself like that? You know, and then for me, this goes into why the wealthy people behind the scenes supported the feminist movement. A lot of y'all don't know this, but a lot of the wealthy people during the time of like when civil rights and all this shit was getting pushed, you know, the feminist movement was being pushed too. Cause every time a nigga fighting for something, some white woman going to latch on. Y'all know how that go, but they back the feminist movement, not because they wanted to see women succeed, not because of this and that. The reason why a lot of these people back the feminist movement was because women were arguing like they want to work. They want to vote. They want this and that. The plan was these women go to work. Well, what happens to the children? If you think about before the civil rights era, most of the time women were at home with the babies until they reached a higher age and then they went to school. But now you have sisters that push a baby out the pussy and they back to work in two months. You know what I mean? Because they, they, the world is set up that way. Your ass going to have to work now. That's how it's set up now. So part of the reason why the people behind the scenes push for this, why they push for them, they saw that shit coming. So now what happens when you send your baby to these daycares and they can educate them at an early age on Sesame street. The other day they had the dude, uh, fuck what's his name? Porter. He's on there with a dress. I didn't see it. I heard cause my son watches Sesame street every day and it threw him off. And listen, I'm different. I'm a whole different animal. I'm not like these PC people. I don't give a fuck. So I see some shit like that and you trying to indoctrinate my child and you know, I ain't with that shit. So when my son is confused, I tell him, Hey boy. Yeah. That's, that's a weirdo. He, he weird. He, he fucked up in his head. This is what I tell my son because I don't want, I'm not going to normalize that shit for him. If my son grow up and want to go do all that weird shit, when he's an adult, can't say I, I, I gave him a green light for it. Now he can rebel and decide to go do that shit. But for the most part, he ain't going to say I gave him a green light on it. Fuck no. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked so much shit about um Mr. Porter wearing a dress on Sesame Street. And it, and it disappointed me because like Sesame Street, you should, I don't, I don't think you should push that shit on children. I don't think you should push that on children. I think you should push um, societal norms on children. Right. And I know a lot of y'all going to say, well, because they always turn that shit back around to racism. Like, well, it was wrong when they did it on TV to, you know, blackface and all this and that. But like, oh, yeah, that was definitely wrong. That was definitely wrong to do that to somebody based off of how they're born. This man been a man his whole life. 
And now that the times have changed, he decided he wants to wear dresses. Cool, but not on a television show that should be educating kids. You know what I'm saying? So you putting all these social narratives and shit on these shows. You don't need to. You don't need to. Just teach them the letter of the day, the number of the day, um, how to eat nutritiously, and this and that. You don't have to teach sexual orientations and all this shit to children. You know what I mean? You don't have to. Sesame Street ain't never had Big Bird fucking somebody a big bird talking about how he liked to put his bird dick and shit. Like you can't say what's well, always been heterosexual. Nobody knew like growing up. We always thought Bert and Ernie was gay as fuck, but they never had Bert and Ernie kissing and doing none of that shit. Like, cause to a kid that shit's irrelevant. Don't introduce them to no shit. If your kid grow up and want to be a weirdo, let him grow up and be a weirdo, but don't tell him he's a weirdo. Don't tell him your kid say my knee hurt. Oh, well, you know, you might be a trans near like stop that shit, man. That just fucking shit's fucking crazy. And, you, and you know, this is another reason why I'm against like the education system teaching like CRT. And I said that before and people was like, no, you got to It's not just CRT. It's history. You know, um, science, foreign language. I don't I don't think they should be mandatory. I think they should be optional. I think that should be an optional course, not mandatory, right? I want to see that replaced with like home economics and trades, you know? Uh, I, I like to see school teach sexual education on a high school level, but not sexual intercourse education. Like for, for young ladies, like personal sexual education, like, you know, how to wipe front to back and shit like that. Um, you know, tampons and pads and teaching shit like hygienics for your per for your body personally. Um, I also like to see like them teaching the proper etiquettes of yearly functions for women would you like pap smears and shit like that? Because it's, it's in my belief that the young poor sister don't get the same treatment in the gyno as a rich white woman, you know, and I would like to see them teach. These are the procedures when you go and it's just for girls, you know, just for girls. So that's what I believe in. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about it. And, you know, I'm really on fire because like I started this week off early on Amazon prime. They got this show. It's a movie made by a Larry elder. That's how you say the name Larry elder. But, um, it's called uncle Tom. And I watched it. It was very, I was very entertained. It, I, it was very good. Right. And, you know, you learn about the true Uncle Tom was actually good for our people. And then the name kind of turned into what we know it as now in modern terms. But watching this Uncle Tom. Everything these people say, they had uh, Larry Elder, Candace Owens, um, Officer Tatum, Jesse Lee Peters. I love watching Jesse Lee Peters. That motherfucker funny. Uh, <laughs> and some other people I don't fucking know. But. I agree. I agreed with everything they said about the jackass party, the Democrats. I agree with everything they said about that party. Um, but the issue I had was they seemed too committed to the Republican Party. And it's true. You know, the American Negro did the best as a whole during that period, right after slavery until, you know, the civil rights movement. When the civil rights movement came along, that's where shit went. It went foul for us. And 
despite all of that, the, you know, the jackass party during that whole time when we were really progressing, they tried everything they could to fuck our shit up. Right. But they really didn't complete the task until the civil rights movement. Now, at the same time, I said that was the best we've done in this country as American Negroes as a whole, not black people, not people of color, not none. No, as the American Negro, whether you call yourself Ados, whether you call yourself freedmen, whether you call yourself foundational black American, whether you call yourself a descendant of a voluntary immigrant, American Negro, that was the best our ancestors did was during that time period. And what happens is the democratic party finally succeeds and fucking us up the most with the civil rights movement. And that's when, you know, they destroyed the family. They destroyed. I, I agree with all of that shit. They said, if you get a chance, watch it. It destroyed the family. You know, you um tag on the feminist movement. Now it's an argument like what's more important, the black man or the black woman. It's like, no, motherfucker, it's a Lego. The black woman and the black man come together. And that's the that's the morphing time. That's the morphing time. That's what made it the best time because like, even if you went out to a juke joint and, and you skeeted something up, you took care of that something. If you know, you had a child and this and that. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was some dead beats here and there, but it wasn't as fatherless as it is now. And on top of that, one of the issues we have with fatherless now is a lot of it is criminal. You lose a lot of fathers to the chain gang. And like I said, that all falls on the crime bill and all this and that. Now, the reason I'm not committed to the Republican Party at the name of that, the, the Democratic Party did all that. is because, as I said, that was the best time we had, but it wasn't the best we can do. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't the best we can do. See, I personally love to see the jackass party lose because I think they're the most deadly threat to the American Negro. That's my opinion. I think it's some facts in there, but you know, to each his own. So we did all of that with second class citizens rights. Imagine what we could have did if we would have been treated as equals as Americans, you know, first class citizens treated that. What Matthew McConaughey said, imagine if they was white. Imagine that. Cause we made motherfuckers really jealous of our communities. That's why they destroyed them. So as much as I agree with and am all for reparations and tangibles and being treated as indigenous Americans, I personally feel like it won't happen until they find a way to benefit from us benefiting on what's properly owed to us. Now, I do believe it's the American Negro responsibility to fight for that shit, but I don't believe they will ever give up reparations or tangibles unless they can benefit from that also. And the reason why they won't do it is it, secretly, right? Secretly what's nobody's saying, but we kind of know it. If you a nigga, what makes America great to the world, not to us, but to the world is how the system got away with the treatment of the American Negro. Now you never hear, you never fucking hear no one ever say Nazi Germany was a great country. Think about that. You never hear nobody say Nazi Germany was a great country. Why? I mean, shit, they had 
They had um great advances in technology. They had one of the toughest militaries. And they generated a great education system. Like you shit, you watching movies now where they're talking about German scientists. Like it, it was a great education system. And they created wealth. But because of how they treated Jews for what, 10, 15 years, you cannot say that Nazi Germany was a great country. Because that's somewhat they'll say anti Semitic. I seen Farrakhan say Hitler was a great man. He said not good. He wasn't good. He was a great man by definition of great. He never said Hitler was a good man. Yeah, praise it. But that's what they turned it into. He said Hitler was a great man by definition of great. And they may, they said Farrakhan's anti-Semitic and this and that. The same goes for anybody who says, you know, Nazi Germany was, was a great country. You can't say that. But you could say America's a great country. And this is where hypocrisy sets in. Because here lies America who did worse to American Negroes for 400 plus years. And if you say America is not great, you are shunned or you're shit on or, you know, you're anti, you're all of this negative shit. And, and for the record, I personally believe as much as I enjoyed the Uncle Tom documentary, I don't believe you'll ever hear one of them niggas from that documentary say America's not great. And this is why they're called what's now known as Uncle Tom, which is really meant Sambo's because I, I'm not going to call him that because I don't believe in really calling a Negro that, but them niggas would never say America's not great. See me, I would say America is not great, but has the potential to be great. But first she must right all her wrongs and give justice to those she's done wrong. And that's how you become great. I'd like to thank y'all for listening. Hope you make it back one time for the voluntary immigrants. Involuntary. Done contrary to or without choice. Immigrant. Definition one. A person who immigrates. Definition two. A plant or animal that becomes established where it was previously unknown. Do you remember writing in your diary that freedom is the freedom to say two and two make four? Yes. How many fingers am I holding up, Winston? Four. And if the party says it is not four but five, then how? Four. One eight. How many? One ninety. How many fingers, Winston? Four. Five. Four. Anything you like. Only stop the pain. Involuntary. Done contrary to or without choice. Involuntary. Immigrant. Done contrary definition to one. or without choice. Person involuntary. Immigrant. Done contrary to what white people have to do is try to find out in their own hearts why it was necessary to have a nigga in the first place. But if you think I'm a nigga, it means you need it. The question you gotta ask yourself, the white population of this country's gotta ask itself. North and South, because it's one country, and for a Negro, there is no difference between North and South. It's just, you know, a difference in the way they, in a way they castrate you.
taught you to hate yourself. Involuntary. Done contrary to or without choice. Immigrant. Definition one. A person who immigrates. Definition two. A plant or animal that becomes established where it was previously unknown.